You're listening to The Reclamation Show with Justin, Tonya Dawn, and Neva Lee Reckla, the first family of inspired personal development. Hello, everyone. I am Tonya Dawn Reckla, and you're back with Reclamation. Of course, I'm here with my wonderful husband and beautiful daughter, and we're so excited that you're joining us today. We're back for another episode that, that maybe pushes the edges a little bit, kind of makes us squirmy and a little bit uncomfortable. And that's certainly how, how I have felt recently. And so, so that's the topic where we're going to discuss today all about exposing yourself. And what do you do when spirit guides your human, your persona into spaces that make you a little bit uncomfortable? And, and how do you stay in those spaces and trust even when your person's going abort, 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 run away? Uh, and that, that was the experience I had recently when we finally released Deep Throat, the article that, that was written here recently with the subtitle, Exposing Rape Culture from the Inside Out. That was such an amazing ride. I mean, it, the title itself, right? Deep Throat, Exposing Rape Culture from the Inside Out it, is in and of itself something that once the title came through, um, and that was months ago, it was like, uh, no thanks, right? And that gets put on the shelf because that's that's I knew where that was going. It, and still, it was mm-hmm. the experience of being guided by, walked through with spirit and being held in the entire process. And so we're going to talk about what happens when you feel like spirit's calling you to use your voice or to use your your superpowers, your abilities in ways that maybe you're just not altogether too excited about doing it. Well, certainly your person's not. Um, and so I'm going to start today with Neva about this because it, it, it's an interesting subject that perhaps most people wouldn't really think to to dialogue with their children about. But but as with all things in our household, that, that is exactly what we do. And, and, and because of what that article covers, why it's so important to, to talk with your children about these things. So, so Neva, talk to me a little bit about what that experience was, because you and dad kind of lived the article with me as, mm-hmm. as, as I was writing it. What, what was that like for you? Well, it's such a good question. There's like millions of ways I could answer it. Um, from the moment the article really started crafting itself and being written through you, I guess, is the best way to describe that. Um, from the time that it's now getting published, I think it was such a an interesting experience because in the article you definitely cover some things that I guess people don't necessarily talk about a whole lot, especially not with their kids. And you talk about experiences I've I've had. And I think the biggest thing that I learned from the article, even though I was a part of it, um, and I got to watch it be crafted i think was just the how important it is to have those conversations because the whole what i've learned at least and learned from you is the whole concept of rape culture why does it need to be a culture it's now its own thing and now something to be afraid of and it kind of brought to my attention somewhere where parents and kids don't really talk about it it's like why is this even a big thing? Like, do I have to be afraid of it? And I think it did a really amazing job of crafting as to why you don't have to be. Beautiful, beautiful, phenomenal insight. Thank you for that. And, and it's always a little weird, you know, especially as a mom, right? The mom persona comes forward and is like, your daughter's listening to this. You're, I mean, there's a poem at the end of that that's a, that's doesn't mince words, right? And it, and it, it really is sometimes a little bit of a battle between the persona wanting to be the responsible parent and do the appropriate adult thing, um, and 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 the the 
the aspect that is totally committed and absorbed by the divine and is going to follow that guidance anyway, right? These are real conversations that we have, folks. Um, we're going to cut to a quick break, but if you want to have conversations like this with us, make sure that you're joining the Superpower Universe Plus membership. We are having such an amazing time on our monthly community calls. We've gotten such great feedback on the backend system where you can look at master classes and there's messages. There's always something to enrich your existence so you can come and connect and, and evolve yourself. Um, know that we love you and that we're here to support you in that walk. We're talking today about exposing yourself and we're going to pick right back up with that as soon as we come back with from the break. Don't miss it. The superpower experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. Awesome. We're back and we're talking today about exposing yourself. And before the before the break, we, we brought up the fact that what prompted this conversation is is the Deep Throat article on um, exposing rape culture from the inside out and how it kind of worked itself through our family. We, you know, my writing is usually transmitted and so there's not really editing that goes on or anything else. But this article in particular took months just to bring it through, which, which you know, I've had with books before, but never an article. And so, so it was really a fascinating process and it just talked it just showed me the depth of these matters right and so so throughout it all just you you were present for that just like with neva even more so um more intimately involved in this because it really we we were able to see where it, these these conversations have had such a huge impact on our marriage and we're more aware than the average bear you know Ooh. so so what was this experience like for you i'd say it was very close to the you know outside of not writing it um my experience with it is is the the just the the depth of information that came through on the topic of rape culture was huge i mean there was there was just layers upon layers that got that got revealed along they just the way. kept coming well <laughs> and and, and well, and, and, and to that point, I mean that—that's what I love about your writing is—is is that you know we got you know, the word deep throat. Okay, that's got its own new windows, but it's also tied to you know the spy back in 1970s during the Nixon administration, right? And so, I mean, it's—it was just brilliantly written, and the the new window that that does exist is there because it serves twofold. I see one it softens it up a little bit for for people that want to go into a playful mind. <clears throat> but more, more importantly is it hits the topic right on the head of the, of the nail because it's, 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 there's no punches pulled here in this article because the conversations around rape and rape culture nowadays have, have almost become sugar-coated. It, it, we've been almost like, uh, you know, rocked into our docility around it. Or, you know, is that even a word, docility? <laughs> into Into just, you know, Oh, this person's a rapist. This person's a rape victim, and the the conversation is very superficial between and, and and not only that, but it's it's uh, really at an arm's reach, right? Because well, I'm not a rapist, so there's this, and uh, well, I've never been raped, so you know, so so that conversation doesn't suit me or doesn't fit me. It's not I can't identify with it. But the problem is, as a society, it exists, and there's a lot of information in there that really examines the 
power duality between men and women. Right. Well, and, and part of what you're talking about is the acculturation process is really a process of, of desensitization because as we acculturate things, we're normalizing them and therefore that which perhaps might have been atrocious before or perceived of in, in, in a, an anomalous light become, becomes what's the new standard, right? And we can use this technique, those of us who work in these higher frequencies and we understand how to you know, use the energy of things to create beneath the surface, we're able to use those same techniques to create for good, right? To create in light, to create in collaboration, to create in love. And um, because because the principles are identical, but, but when we use them to perpetuate a fear narrative, they acculturate a desensitization to the things that that initially started the, the concept of the fear, right? And so it's a kind of a weird cyclical thing that occurs with it where it becomes its own kind of feeding onto itself, you know, it and then it becomes a self-perpetual piece. And I talk about that in the article. There are very pure moments of, of, of creation where we have the opportunity to say, no, we're, we're not going to do things this way. Like, no, we're not going to perpetuate this conversation. No, we're not going to, to, to imagine the worst and then feed that fear. No, we're not going to do this. Um, to me, that that's one of the most powerful pieces that came through that article was at what point in time are we going to take responsibility for where we're investing of our own creative energy and what we're perpetuating? Neva, you had something. I think it's also talking about how there's the conversation goes farther than the rape culture conversations goes farther than, oh, you've been raped or, oh, you've raped somebody. It goes farther than that because when typically when there's fear around something, people like covering it up with humor. It's it's a coping mechanism people have used for years. I've used it before. Um, but the issue is when that then becomes an acculturated thing. For example, like I've been out in public before and I'll hear somebody make a remark about somebody's body or something and they'll say like, and then they'll just like laugh it off. But then that's something that to me is like atrocious. Like, oh my goodness, why would you say that to somebody or about somebody? And so when it gets covered up with the humor and the jokes, then it takes away from the true issue and the fact that the issue goes beyond if like somebody raped you without your consent because there's so much more in that conversation. There's so much, there's so many more problems involved in it. But when you're so busy joking about it, you can't even see the other problems. Right. And, and, and this is the result of when we make assumptions, when we don't speak clearly, when, when we get to spaces where no doesn't mean no, you know, where nobody really knows what no means. This is what happens when we allow ourselves to communicate in, in sarcastic jabs and, and asides and, um, um, comments that that are, are just not polite let alone nice right like like this is really the result that occurs when we're not willing to actually communicate about how we feel um and, and i talk about that in the article also like what happens when we have a bunch of people running around who are incapable of controlling themselves from emotional reactions that lead to some sort of a, a violent tendency right and so so we like justin said there's layers upon layers upon layers here of Holy cow, like this is not an overnight thing that's happening. Well, and it's not just about sex, right? Because in you watch the mainstream media, the way that it's portrayed is it's the, you know, the perpetrator and the victim and it's always about sex. It's it's the it's the sexual act of 
of r- rape culture that we've we seem to have stopped at that conversation of oh it was just somebody forcing themselves sexually onto somebody else and it and it's so much more than that and your article covers that in just brilliantly from all perspectives because it's not just about the sexual act but we we seem to have stopped at that layer well and, and it sullies <clears throat> the connections that we're able to have with each other and 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 the hardest part about opening these dialogues right now is that people are um the 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 awareness ha- has happened right so people are already aware like we're talking about people are talking about it on all sides of things and so now we're in the phase of i just don't want to talk about this anymore right and and it's and and then and then you get the joking and the asides of like well you're just too sensitive or you're just this and it's and it's really really important that we allow ourselves to walk ourselves all the way back to the point in time where we started building a narrative that said we're so different that we cannot see eye to eye. We cannot come together on this. We cannot figure this out together. We cannot walk together. Like that's really the inception point. And I, I, I love jokes as much as the next person. I love sexual comments. I mean, we used to have a game in our family where whoever made a sexual comment at dinner and got somebody else to react, they, they got a point, right? Like that, that was our process of walking ourselves and Neva back through this whole world that's been created in a, in a fear-based reality that's been hypersexualized. And so so kind of arming her with the ability to see through some of those more superficial conversations and and human tendencies of communication because it 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 distracts from the fact that at the heart of this we are all every single one of us deeply seeking connection with each other, with ourselves, and with the divine. And, and that's not as fun, and that's not as sexy, and that's not as whatever, and it's not as um, e- exciting, and it's not a, a, as, as dramatic, and I, I understand that, but it yields far greater rewards. Well, and it's easier when you don't have to deal with the drama. Oh, absolutely. When you can just get to the point, and instead of going through all the sufferings or all the jokings or all the, you know, you're going to have to get there anyways. So rather than just playing that game, let's just talk about what matters. Absolutely. And I think it becomes from what I've seen in conversations, I've heard about this from other people's viewpoints, um, is the idea of how it starts at such a young age, the whole concept of it. Um, I was listening to a message out here and um, at one of our churches and they were basically talking about like sending inappropriate pictures or nudes or whatever you want to call them and the stereotypes that they were sharing it could have been a really awesome message but it was perpetuating what I witnessed at least was it was perpetuating a conversation where basically specifically young boys were bound to have these lustful thoughts about girls and were bound to want these things from them and that they have to protect these girls' feelings and that these girls were going to feel nothing more than just love and acceptance for these boys and that they would just be so connected to them that they would want to do anything to please them and say, okay, well, don't do that, but it's bound to happen. And it starts at such a young age from the stereotypes and the the jokes, the remarks, the clothing items at stores. It starts from such a young age. And what happens, from my experience at least, is especially for the victimizer, is that the correct word? 
I don't know. What do you want to say? Um, I'll keep using it in a sentence. Stop me <laughs> if it isn't right. Um, especially when it creates this victimizer mindset for people at a young age. And then they grow up with the stereotypes and the stories and the remarks in their head. So then when they grow up to an age where it becomes inappropriate, and I've had experience with this, then all they can think is, well, I have to be in this box now. And that's when you see the unevolved masculine coming forward. Um, you talked about one of my experiences in the article of just this grown man acting like a complete child because and you could see through the stories you mm -hmm. could see that hurt little kid in there and it gets buried down so deep and we don't realize that the victimizers are actually a victim to the stories well and i'll be the, I'll be the first to call it out here it's time for us to stop excusing the unevolved male we have to stop going yeah but they're they're just an unevolved male um BS. It's time to start holding the unevolved male accountable. Well, let's let's reframe that. It's high, it's time to start holding the unevolved masculine accountable. Yes, there you go. I think that the challenge is 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 it is a both and. We have to be willing to have these conversations and and allow for the masculine to develop in all of its complexities in the same way that we've been in the exploration of, of the feminine truly um, we've had that space and so uh, that you know that was another article the the Assume the position, ladies. <laughs> great, no, um, great article. So, I mean, you see the trend, right? Anyway, so so when we look at look at how all of these articles have come about, and these these discussions that happen in our family, in in our organizations, you know, we look at how do these cultures get created? How do these paradigms happen? How does reality form? And how did we ever get to the place where we're afraid of each other? You know, or where we believe ourselves to be weak or less than or or any of the of the pieces, or we believe ourselves to be incapable of connecting with another person, because as Neva mentioned, that that's the story, right? Sometimes that's the program is that you know you you're not going to be able to think beyond your sexual urges, so no, there's no reason to bother trying, right? Um, so so we've got a lot of work in those spaces, and and it takes those of us who who have synthesized this material. I mean, this is decades and decades and decades and decades of research um, um, compiled um, back, back from you know my undergrad days, and it's just been building ever since. And so there, I think I even say it in the article, you know, there's there aren't any quick fixes in this topic, in any of these topics, and all of the cracks that have come forward in the foundation globally of all of our systems that are apparently falling apart right now, the invitation is to be willing to look at this com these conversations from a deeper perspective, really being willing to own our pieces of it, being willing to say, okay, well, there, we can choose differently and, and, and checking ourselves in every moment about where we're contributing to the problem because we're refusing to be part of the solution. And that's, that's today's episode all about exposing yourself and really having the courage when, when it's time and you'll know when it's time because spirit's not shy about it. For you to step into spaces and this is not an ego trip usually the persona's going kicking and screaming folks if you're running headlong into a fight that's probably the ego you might want to get a friend to help check that uh frequency you're in but usually the experience is spirits kind of guiding you and, and and the persona's got i got a few things to say about it because these are volatile topics right now and i know so many of you are working in them you're feeling called to speak light into them and and, and all we can say is just please continue to have the courage to do that make sure you're continuing to forge yourself and hone your own abilities so you can stay 
in that divine connection so you're not getting pulled off trajectory by that fear narrative make sure you're doing your work or and and come to us we're, we're happy to support you in that um, because we do need more people who are positioned to be those courageous voices willing to to disentangle these conversations final thoughts we'll start with neva there's so many thoughts i have about this topic especially how it pertains to the parent kid dynamics and folks i want to make something really clear here this conversation goes bigger and wider and deeper than we can talk about just on one single podcast episode. And it's not just the males being the victimizers, it's not just the females being the victims. And my advice to parents and kids is be open to these conversations and parents, I think erase the story that it's a big scary thing. Mind you, it's a problem, but we don't have to incorporate it as something that we're so deathly afraid of and show your kids how to handle those conversations. Talk about the escalation of force, talk about boundaries. Those are the important things, but not setting in fears, stories, or anything like that and focus on fact checking yourself where maybe you're making inappropriate comments about people or yourself or your kids, whatever that is, get clear on what that is. And that is a huge help to helping your kids grow up and feel strong and confident with themselves and connected to others. Well, I, I have to agree with you, Neva. Uh, we, we have to start having those conversations at a younger age. We have to start recognizing, we got to start training our kids to be adults, right? And not just expecting them to be adults when they turn 18. We have to start having those conversations now because if we're going to shift society away from this acceptance of, of rape culture, we have to start that now. And, and folks, Go read the article. You, you're going to enjoy it. It's a it's a pleasant read. It's it it covers some really sensitive pieces, some really deep layers as to how we've gotten to this place in rape culture. It's fun. It's powerful. The people that have already chimed in and and, and told us about it and that that have written written it said that they were moved to tears in in reading it. <clears throat> so. I, I can imagine that you'll you'll see the and feel the power in it as well when you read it because it is um, by far one of the most powerful exposés uh, on this topic that um, that I've ever seen. <laughs> well, thank you, my love, and thank you both so much for your support with this. That's the only way I can birth these things and create these things is by having that that container and you all created beautifully and a huge gratitude to Justin and his teams because then not just the writing and the getting it out there, but, but also the producing of this, this is the, it's a beast. And so, um, so huge, huge gratitude to you and your teams and, and the artistry and, and the, um, just how well held you keep that information. It, it's a beautiful um, synergy that we get to play and dance in. And, and, and to me, if, if there's no other side benefit, of us pursuing these conversations. It's that you do get to come together with somebody and have that sort of an intimate experience where you get to create together and there's nothing quite like it. And so if, if that sings to your heart, folks, go check out the article and come play with us. Talk about these things with us. I know a lot of you don't feel like you can talk about these things anywhere else. Come talk about them with us. We are your place to have these conversations. I can't tell you how many times I've been doing the podcast since 2016 and every single person I talked to in some form or fashion said something to the something along the lines of I, I don't get to have conversations at this level anywhere else. 
I, I, I don't, I just love talking to you. I love people. Our guests love coming back on our shows because they get to have high vibe conversations in, in ways that they don't get to in their other spaces. And we need to be having them in other spaces. So come have them more with us so we can all embolden each other to do that. Join the Superpower Universe Plus membership. And we're so excited to see you on our next community call. Until next time, folks, from our inspired family to yours, we, we love, love you. you. Go to superpowerexperts.com and join us now. Take care. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.